The parsha begins Starts with Paroi's dreams. There's a lot to read into these dreams. But I want to be aiming just really on two Nikudas. <clears throat> and with that, we'll tie this also to the dreams of Yankee Favinu. And perhaps give us more of a clarity in the whole idea of what is being learned out of this whole Yosef going down to Mitzrayim. Harbi Shluchim Lamakim. The Ebesh had many ways to be Misadar Agolus and our survival in Mitzrayim. But the Ashgoche, the Ashgoche led to the fact that Yosef was the one who went down to Mitzrayim in the most dire circumstances through a Mechiris Yosef. And then through his Pisran Chaloimus, through his ability to be able to translate dreams, he was pulled out. And from there came salvation. Not just salvation at the time to Mitzrayim and to the rest of the world, but to Klai Yisrael. To God's Klai Yisrael. Yosef was Miyasa the Golos for Klai Yisrael. The fact that Shevet Levi was free was also Yosef's actions, really. The uh, Briskerov points out that Yosef HaTzadik in the next Pausha, when they when the Mitzrayim run out of money, the Yosef HaTzadik has them give part of their land to Pari and just keep a little chilek for themselves. It says over there, Rak Admas Koyanim. The the Koyanim, the priests of Mitzrayim, they weren't restricted by this tax, this property tax. It wasn't just a property tax, it was a it was a property takeover. So the Briskarov says a Gavaldic vote. He says, Why did Yosef get involved in this? He says Yosef was being the Yasid Mitzrayim so that when the when the Shvatim came down and we had a Shavid Levi, that they were the priests of the nation. Like Chazal tell us that Levi and Mitzrayim kept the Torah going. Kept the Yemunas of us. They were the ones who kept it going. How did they manage to evade slavery? And the idea is because Shevet Levi, they were Kohanim. They were presented as Kohanim. And since the whole slavery of Mitzrayim started as Sori Misim, it started as a tax. That's how Pari manipulated Klai Yisrael and Tavodim. The male of the Levim had a built-in exemption. So there was tremendous insight and foresight and planning that Yosef HaTzadik did that through it we survived the Mitzrayim. But Hashem could have done it many ways. Why did Hashem pick this way? Another Nakuda, if you look at the dreams of, of Pari, Pari has these dreams, and in the dreams, he has a, a vision of seven, seven big cows and seven skinny cows, seven healthy stalks and seven scrawny stalks. 
And this is the chaloim, this is the dream. If you look at the psukim, you'll see something fascinating. You'll see that in the dream, it starts off with the seven and seven. But when it talks about these seven scrawny cows swallowing up the healthy ones, and the same thing by the stalks, it doesn't use the phrase seven anymore by the skinny ones. It says, It only uses the phrase seven by the healthy ones. It says the skinny ones swallow the seven healthy ones. Okay, same thing, the skinny stalks, see, even though it talks about the stalks originally, numerically, it says seven, but then as we move on to the actual swallowing up, it goes back, it just, it just generically identifies them without giving them a number. There's got to be a cheshman, there's got to be a pshat in that. Question is, what's, what's behind that? So perhaps we could say one vote, one one short vote, which will enlighten this. It also answer another question that always bothered me. When Yankee Vavinu goes into Golos, first one of the others to go into Golos, he also has this dream. And the dream, there's a ladder, Sulamutsev Arza, Roshi Magishamaima. And Hashem reveals himself to him. If you look at the Balaturim, he brings down, it's really a drosh, it's a medrash, that the Sula Mutzav is actually Hal Sinai. And Hashem needs of all of that's when Hashem came down on Hal Sinai, Matan Torah. When Hashem tells him, Onoichi, that's the Onoichi, the first Dibur that we had by Matan Torah. Comes out from this medrash, from this Balaturim, that Yankiv Avinu was Zoycha to something that none of the other of us was Zoycha to. Somehow he was privileged to a mini Kabbalah Sateh. And I don't even know if we should phrase it as a mini. But a conceptual Kabbalah Sateh and a Chaloim, that which happened Doris later, Yankiv Avinu was Zoycha, not Avram, not Yitzchok, nobody but Yankiv Avinu. You have to know why. So in a lambda shayfin, a little bit of a lambda shayfin, not really in the machshav shayfin, in a lambda shayfin, I had a pshat, since the Pirkei de Rebelezer says that after Kabul Sater, we have Pashas Trume. The Pirkei de Rebelezer brings down, it's also found in the Yalkut Shemini, in the Psikte, that as soon as I, we said Nasev and Ishma, and Hashem gave us the Torah, immediately we got the mitzvah of building a Mishkan, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Can't separate myself from the Torah. That's not an option. So, that means that the Torah needs with it a base Hamikdash, a place of Ashwas HaShchini. So I, I felt that since the Gemara says in Pesachim, and it's found in many places, in the Rishonim, that Kedusha's Amigdash, Ovas Shailinu, the Ovas gave Kedusha to the base Amigdash. Avrom gave Kedusha's Arabayas, he says, Baharali Kimiroya. Yitzchok gave Kedusha's Azorah, because we know the Azorah is called the Sodeh. 
The Azor is called the Sode. He gave the Kedushas Azor. And Yankiv gave the Kedushas Abayis Atzmoy. So we could say that since Yankiv Avinu completed the Kedushas Amigdash, he was the one that was able to get the Kabbalah Satera. Because Lifresh Mimena in any Hashem can't separate himself without the base Hamidish. Can't separate himself from the Torah. So that would be one approach, but I want to share with you a different idea, different machshove. Perhaps we could say that when a person goes into Golos, there's a tremendous feeling of Yush. When Am Yisrael go into Golos, there's a tremendous sense of Yush. But the truth is we have our Torah Chaim. And the Torah Akdoshe is never away from us. We're never in goals from the Torah. The Torah has Badim. And the Torah is Loyosurumimenu. The Torah has Badim, which can never be removed, which conceptually teach the Am Yisrael that no matter where we are, we are connected to the Shekhinah through the Torah. The Torah is our guiding light. Which really means, on a deeper level, as long as you have the light of the Torah, you're still a free man. Because so long that they can't separate you and strip you from the Torah, you have that Torah Chaim, which is your guiding light wherever life takes you. And that's our biggest Nechama. The Mela, when Yankiv Avinu, the first one of the Ovis that had to go into Golos, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then and there, gave him his own Kabbalah Sater. That he should know that although he's leaving out Yisrael, and he's leaving the Ovis, and he's going to love an Arami, from the worst Golos possible, still in all, he has the Torah. And that's why the Torah came down. At that point, to whatever level, this chaloim level of Yosef HaTzadik. Yosef HaTzadik now became the Ben Zekunim. As we had in last week's Pausha, Rashi says, Kol Yosef was the Hamshach of Yaakov Avinu as far as the guiding light. Chazal tells even the dreams were a chalik of Nevuah. This was all Yosef leading leading us in the orator. And that's why Yosef came first down to Mitzrayim. And we were sustained, the Yosef who amashbil. Yosef became the one to sustain us because if Hashem would have found another way somehow for us to survive, this point of the Torah being our guide and the Torah being our support, and the Torah sustaining us and, and really leading us through the Golos won't have come through. The fact that Yosef, the Ben Zakunin, the one who accepted everything from Yaakov Avinu, he became that light in the Golos. That was not only a siyata deshmaya, what we needed, it was a lesson for all of us that this is what it's all about. This is what we need. And Taka and Klaiso went into the Golos. He sent Yehuda in front. Yankiv Avinu sent Yehuda. 
And Yehuda, with the help of Yosef, established the base of Talmud. Because that's our guide. That's our survival in the goals. But this we can understand the idea of the dreams. You know, the Gemara says in Baba Basle, the first parak in Baba Basle, that there was a, a tax imposed by the government on the Jews. A totally impossible tax. They didn't know what to do. They came to Rebbe, and Rebbe said they should put the entire tax on the Amaratzim, on the people who despise the Torah, who mock the Torah. They should be the ones. Anyway, so the Amaratzim ran away, the Gemara says. The Amaratzim ran away, there was one cleaner, one launderer who used to clean clothing, who was an Amoratz. He remained. At the end of the day, the government put the old tax on him. And then he ran away and the tax was removed. And the Gemara then concludes, you see, the taxes are not for the Talmud Chachomim. The taxes here in Shemayim were only for the Amarat. I think the meaning behind this, the deeper meaning is, like I'm saying, the Torah is our sustenance. So long that we hold on to the Torah, that will, that will, be, our, that will be our lifeline. Those that mock the Torah, they are the destruction of Klai Israel. And that's why the taxes were upon them. The famine, this raw of the famine that Mitzrayim was inflicted with, was supposed to be for seven years, to match the seven plentiful years. Was supposed to be followed by seven years of famine. Lamaisa, we know that it didn't happen. Yanki Vavinu came down to Mitzrayim several years shy to the completion of the famine years and the Chazal tell us that the Nilus raised up and the hunger ended. Which means that the famine never came to fruition. The seven full years never happened. And that's what Merum is in the dream. That there are seven hunger years. There are seven years of hunger. Represented through the seven skinny cows and the seven skinny stalks. But when it talks about the actuality of it, of the swallowing, it doesn't say seven because in the dream lie the rem is that it doesn't have to be seven. It could be stopped in the middle. And Taka Yaakov coming down stopped it. On a deeper level, that itself was a raya that the Torah is our salvation. When the Torah came to Mitzrayim, the hunger stopped. When Yankiv Avinu came, when the Melech of the Torah came, the step one, Yosef, he was the one to sustain us in the hunger. Yankiv Avinu came down a higher level of Torah, the whole hunger stopped. And all that was in the dream. This entire message was in the dream. That the famine doesn't have to be a famine. The Golos doesn't have to be a bitter Golos. So long that we hold on Ruach Yisrael Saba, we hold on to the purity of the Torah, it will remain an everlasting guiding light and life. Ad Goyal Sedek, Bimhego Vi Amen.